Hello, my name is Karsten, and this is the Black Door Music Argument, where it is believed that life is too short not to argue about music. In this, the best and worst of Christmas LP, I am joined by three guests who will share in conversation about Christmas music, what songs we enjoy, and which songs are best left collecting dust between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Enjoy! All right, so today we are going to be talking about the best and worst of Christmas. I'm joined by a few guests. I'm going to start on the left, and we'll work around in a circle, because we're standing looking at each other in the eyes, not at a table or anything, which makes it much more intimidating for me. <laughs> I'm Barry. Hi, Barry. What, you want bio, or you want restart? Yeah, let's give a bio. Who are you? Okay, I, uh, I work at a, uh, at a local bank with Karsten. And uh, he uh, came down to my desk uh, trying, to, ha- trying to help me. And then we talked about music for three hours and, ha- and went home. This <laughs> is pretty much what happens with everyone here has had at least an hour-long phone- conversation with me about just music. That, that's, that's why I do this. Usually weekly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it usually starts with, you know, he was just there trying to help me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, did, I, did I mention that we didn't actually fix the computer? <laughs> okay, hey, hold on I, now. I'm kidding. Okay. I mean, you can insult my music taste, but somebody well, knows draw a line. Somebody knows which bank you work at, and that's going to show up. Hey, that's going to show up somewhere. Hear this podcast. Oh. <laughs> All right. Next in line, we have my name is Joshua, and I work at a uh, church in town. I also uh, co-own partner a venue, music venue in town, and uh, I like bicycles. That's about, it. That's about all I got. You can find him on Christian Mingle. Just search <laughs> I Like Bicycles. Yeah. I have my Christian Tingle app on, though, so, <laughs> so it's not going go, to go horizontal around. anytime soon. So. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I get to introduce myself after that. All right. Well, I'm Chris, and uh, I actually work at the same church as Josh, and I also work at the same music venue as Josh and also Karsten. Have you ever talked about that on the podcast before? No, not at all. Okay. Is there a moratorium on mentioning the music venue? I'm just wondering. No. 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 We just like saying music venue. I mean, I've said that we've recorded it live at the Jive Mill, but I think that's about it. All right. Uh, That venue's called the Jive Mill. You can look it up on (laughs) thejivemill.com. Or the Facebook. Pretty much anywhere that social media happens. MySpace? No, we should have a MySpace page. I really page. should. Anyway. That's actually a I think I still have a MySpace page, but I haven't looked nice. at it for about 10 years. Okay. So yeah, I'm Chris, and I have one song that I absolutely hate, and that's why I'm excited for today's conversation. Do you want to start? No, I don't want to start. You don't want to start? I don't want to start, but okay. I just had to throw That's part of my bio. There's I like one how, Christmas song that I hate. <laughs> just one? Just one. Are we going to find out that you actually have many I strong emotions? I may have emotions more songs, about it. <laughs> but that's the one that I really have emotional attachment to. We'll get there. So, so, so what, we, what I was looking for in this... Which I will find every time that I try to plan one of these conversations, it always starts with like these grand plans of like, oh, we can have this discussion of like this and this. Well, if anyone's listened to any of the episodes, you'll find that I have never what happens during one of the episodes is never what I had intentions of happening. <laughs> the Mike Terrell episode is by far the best example of that. I encourage you to go back and listen to it. That's episode one. But yeah, what happens here? It, it's just fluid and organic and always a surprise to me. Well, then I'd, I'd like to start it out because okay. I think I have a solid start for haters to jump on my back. And yes. I'm, and I'm fine with it. Okay, Great. so perfect. Real quick. So what we're going to talk about is Christmas music. And that is in the, in the eyes of whoever is who's talking. 
which all always is going to be a factor. But Christmas music, we want to talk about what was the best and what was the worst. Just from the initial conversation, it sounds mostly like there's a lot of questions for a lot of people whether or not there is a good Christmas song, but we're going to find out. So here, no, 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 no. Before we get into this, there is good Christmas music, but I'm just saying that everybody has that Christmas song that they just cannot stand, that they absolutely despise. Everybody has it. Right. That conversation always comes up around this time of year. I don't despise, but more just questions about the particular one I'm going to bring up. All right, we got to get to this. Barry, take it away. Okay. Christmas music to me, like many people, has always started out with Bing Crosby. And yeah. so I'm going to say, and this is one of my favorite Christmas songs to listen to and to sing, I'll be home for Christmas. It was, and I'll do this for every song. So I'm just, I just, just give me this quick little thing. Mm -hmm. It was written by uh, Kim Gannon and Walter Kent in 1943. It was released by the War Department in 1944, but the UK actually banned it. They would not let their fighting troops listen to it because they found it too depressing. Because they weren't going to be home for Christmas. Yeah, even though they were really fucking close. I mean, all, our, all, all the U.S. troops had to cross the ocean. They could, they could swim the English Channel and be home. But anyway, so there you go. That's my favorite Christmas song. Bring it on. Uh, I mean, I actually don't like have a... I mean, I thought we were going to get into this a lot faster. I don't have a lot of complaints about that. I mean, there are yeah. some terrible versions of that song. D yeah. there, yes, there are terrible versions of every song. But Bing Crosby, that's just a good... It doesn't... Like, just general Christmas music. That's a good go-to. You know, one of the things I like about Bing Crosby is... And I think a lot of people know this, but a lot of people forget about it. Early on in his career, he invested a lot of his money as kind of a hot pop singer into uh, technology. So he was the first... Uh, performer to be able to tape his performances for replay later. So instead, most people would sing on the East Coast a live radio show and then sing a, la a, a later show later for the West Coast. And he sued for the right to be able to tape his broadcast and sing once a night so he could save his voice. He testified that if he sang twice a night, his career would last about two years. And, or that, that's an, uh, I forget exactly. <laughs> but he did testify that his career would be shortened and therefore that he should be allowed to tape his broadcast. He invested in microphones phones, recording equipment, all kinds of uh, companies that were developing that. So Bing Crosby is one of my musical heroes for many reasons. Can I say, that's that's awesome, but at the same time, for lazy people everywhere, that <laughs> that's another reason for these to be the spokesperson. Like, nah, I just want to do it once. I'm good, just once. Well, and later on, Frank Sinatra famously, no, no, you got it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear me sing it? Was, was that tape rolling? We're good. I'm, I'm out of here. Okay, so you got a top one. You got you got something that you can say is is the worst. Okay, what do you I, hate? What do you? Hate? I was actually. I think that's what we're all waiting for. No, I was listening to uh, this song. Looking at your notes and, and like in horrible, it's just yeah, highlighted. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this song, and let me tell you. At first, I said, you know what? This song is only good if a young person sings it. It's Creepy. all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. But then I thought, no. Even when a young person sings it, it's horrible. And I was quoting myself here, this song is as bad as a Christmas letter written from the perspective of a dog or baby. Because you've all gotten those Christmas letters. <laughs> and by the way, if you've written one of those Christmas letters, don't keep me on your list. A lot of people like to do that because they, they feel like they need to kind of add a, a jolt or something fun. No, it's not fun. It's stupid. 
Okay. But all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. I was listening, and it was Louis Armstrong, another one of my favorite performers, yeah. singing it. And he said, saying, all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth, so I can wish you a Merry Christmas. And I said, God damn it, you just did. <laughs> Somebody, you know, somebody's got to fill in here other than me. I mean, I, I got two songs, uh, a top and a bottom. All right. Somebody, come on. So that's, I mean, that's a pretty terrible Christmas song. I will give you that. I will definitely give you that. But hands down, the worst Christmas song in existence, period, is Little Drummer Boy. Are, are you talking about the... Uh, I don't know. A lot of people have been, been able to imitate that without having any drum experience. Right. Okay, so... Or like the classic, like the like the children's song. Or are you talking about like Bing Crosby and? I'm talking about like it doesn't matter okay. who does this song. It's the worst freaking Christmas song on the planet. Do continue. Okay, so, all right, I studied music, right? So you talk about this thing called text painting, right? So it's where like, oh, we're singing about a waterfall, and the notes all come down, and it's like the imagery of a waterfall, right? Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Fair see, yeah, this is exactly yeah. what's going on, right? Okay, if you were to be creative with <laughs> said text painting, wouldn't you, you know, like, make some sounds from a drum? Like, just Wait, singing? Wait, hold, hold on. Did, did you miss the part about a rum-pum-pum-pum? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not like, that's not actually, like, drum sounds. That's just being lazy with your voice. All right, pentatonics. Okay. Challenge but, extended. <laughs> but have you, have you ever learned how to drum? If you ever had an instructor who's taught you how to drum, they say, if you can say it, you can play it. Congratulations. So use it in practice rooms, not on the radio. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> okay, I have another reason why this is the worst Christmas song on the planet. It's related to that. You're saying it, but you, are you actually playing it? All right, who in the room thinks air guitar is the coolest thing ever? Put okay, Karsten, put, put your, your hand, hand down. down. Okay, real and quick, even if you think... Real quick, Tell me that you don't think it'd be fun to take part in an air guitar competition. Oh, no. Air guitar competition would totally be awesome. But that's like just pretending to play guitar yeah. instead of actually playing guitar. You have actual instruments. In fact, most of the versions of this song have actual drums. Fair enough. Where's the drums in this tune? It's the worst. It would make a killer On blues tune, though, I gotta say. Like, I'm thinking like Delta Blues, like skip the pum crap. Sing so the line, part? a little bit of little bit of blues slide guitar, and then back to the next line. It's like the classic blues pattern. Can you give us an example of that? I can't. I'm not, not that a good. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to hear you just do like a line and then just skip the I, purple. I'd, I'd actually like to see the. I'd have to like air guitar diagram it in order to get that point across. I think I think the listeners would really enjoy to listen to you do the air guitar here. No, I don't think that's no. It's it, see, it's air guitar. Carsten, he's been doing the air guitar it's for like the last waving 10 our minutes. hands. Oh, <laughs> I have actually been sitting over here in the corner just <laughs> That was air guitar yeah, In you case you couldn't hear it. that The fingers were moving so fast It's so, it was the it's, right hand It was really it was so it fast was, you was couldn't hear like it It was just like Wayne's World It was crazy He <laughs> literally was a thing on Saturday Never mind. He, He's literally beaten through the fire and the flames On expert on Guitar Hero So I mean he can play a mean Pretty much, pretty much but, can play but guitar I, yeah. I, I think that Guitar Hero Is the next worst thing from air guitar So Is there a Christmas version of Guitar Hero? I couldn't tell there you. I don't be. know. There really should be. All right, Sony. Are you listening? <laughs> Dear Sony. When the podcast gets picked up. <laughs> okay. I think Little Drummer Boy. I I just, I don't know. It's fine. 
It's it's okay. It's not fine. It's not it's not my favorite. I, I just met someone who said it's their favorite song like ever and they listen to it like outside of Christmas season and like I mean otherwise like he seems like a pretty reasonable guy. But I was a little concerned. Like okay. you don't listen to that in July. I'd like to I'd like to say this. I agree. I do not like Little Drummer Boy. I don't have disdain for it like you do, but I do not like it. And I will say that it's famously David Bowie when he did his uh, duet with with Bing Crosby yeah. refused to sing it. He said it's the stupidest song. And then he said, "Well, what if we do a counter melody?" And he's like, "Well, let me see the counter melody." And they furiously wrote this out in the studio. Furiously. And he said, "And he said, you know what? I'm going to add." <laughs> Words that make it exciting, okay? If, if you are, I'm, I'm just imagining them furiously writing this. They're all, bum, 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 bum. You know how, how just, what a violent person David they Bowie left was. They left that part out. It was all guitar. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is there is a version where David Bowie is playing air guitar the whole time. <laughs> all right, well, my so least favorite dance. Christmas song is uh, Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys. Ooh, Merry Christmas time. Right, that one? Christmas yeah, comes Christmas this time each year. Christmas comes this time each year. God, I literally... Christmas comes I, okay, this so I, time Okay, so I worked year. retail for a, a, a short while. You don't love that song? And they play that song like every 15 minutes in a store. And it makes me want to just take a Furby and shove it through my <laughs> ear and pull it out the other side. Oh God, so bad. I mean, I so I I I know that I know Josh is dying to talk about lyrics and things, but like, was there thought that was put into it? There's nothing there. Yeah. There was thought. They thought, you know what? Every year Christmas <laughs> comes around. Hey, I got an idea. Why That's did, literally how that song happened. Can I just why, say you, your impersonation that, was, that, that you was sounded so 20th. drunk in that, like, <laughs> guys. Here's, here's this thing. I mean, this is just an audio podcast, right? They don't yeah. actually know. Everybody, <laughs> fair enough. Everybody releases Christmas albums because they make money, and that's that's. Uh, I'm pretty sure they thought of that one on April 20th. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a grand history of Christmas songs being written by Californians in July. Just Californians, though. No one else. Well, it's when it's hot and they want to be cold. It's like the only time people think that it's fun to be in the snow is when it's like 110 degrees and humid. You know, you're like, oh, That's my true. God. I'm in Minnesota. I like being in the no, cold. I will say that. I do like it, too. But, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, February 1st and it's negative 20 and you're like, oh, another month of this. I, don't love, I love, love the cold. <laughs> love it. But that's why cold Christmas is great, because it's like we've. You know, December comes in, it's relatively warm. Even through Christmas, I mean, you know, it's finally going to get negative, uh, you know, below zero next week. And so everyone's like, oh, yeah, Christmas, winter, that's great. It's like, no, winter is the depths of January. And that's great, but January 1st, I'm done. (laughs) It's over. I had, I enjoyed Christmas. Now it's done. I just want to share that if by any chance someone listens to this outside of the great state of Minnesota, they're going to think, what the hell is wrong with you people? Just leave that place. There's yeah. a valid argument warmer. to be made there. There is a valid <laughs> argument. And then, and then I will still argument. say I love skiing and I love snow. It's it's just when it gets super cold, like negative 20. To be fair, there really are like two weeks that are terrible. Really the glad this music bad. theme yeah. podcast can spend so much time okay. talking about the cold well, weather. Well, so many Christmas songs <laughs> are about snow. You haven't brought a single one up. Okay. We... <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so talking about like thought being put into songs and words, uh, there's a particular tune that that I have a little bit like just just some basic questions about. Uh, it's the song "Do You Hear What I Hear." Uh, yes, heard it. You know, well, that good. Uh, Unless you're hearing something so, that I'm not hearing. So it starts off with the night wind saying something to the little lamb, and then the little lamb talks to the shepherd boy, and the shepherd boy decides from hearing something from the sheep to go talk to the mighty king. Speak of songs written on April 20th. It's a bit like <laughs> Chicken Little, isn't it? So, said the, the, said the little lamb to the shepherd boy. Ah! Is that actually, is that, <laughs> is that a direct that's, quote? That's a direct quote. Uh, it was above the high trees. I don't know if um, I've heard this version of this song. And uh, so, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I believe I just, you, I just but I don't remember the that. Boy, the shepherd boy who's probably spent a little bit too much time with the sheep going, <laughs> oh, we need to tell the mighty king. So I really just want to put a pause in here real quick. I recognize that this season and these songs are tied very closely to some beliefs. We are no way mocking beliefs, but sometimes looking at some of the songs and things are pretty funny. I actually, knowing that you were going to feel this way about this song, mentioned it to someone, and it looked like I had defaced their Cheerios in the morning. So, I I just want to put it out there, we're not trying to be offensive. Wait, do you mean you took the cover of the Cheerio box off? Uh, No, I actually just opened the plastic bag, like opened it, didn't shut the tab. Just bam, walked away. They will get stale. I know. (laughs) That's that's what I think about your Cheerios. That's why you add milk. (laughs) (laughs) Into the bag. Okay, I I (laughs) got to try that. Haven't tried it yet. Um, But the the person I was talking to about this was like, so I heard this argument. It's so funny. And they looked at me and they were like, no. But the story... So I understand the story, and they go, "Well, I guess I've I've never thought about separating those two out. When you separate them out, it's it's a little weird." <laughs> yeah, you have sheep talking to a little boy, a boy going to a king, and then the boy says to the king, "This is the this is the part." So, like, I don't really have a problem with this. It's just kind of funny to me more than anything. <laughs> so, a child, a child shivers in the cold. Let yep. us bring him silver and gold. Money solves all. What about a blanket? <laughs> Maybe some soup? Okay, anytime the that your child parents... is shivering in the cold. Okay, if anyone here has parents that really protest giving gift cards, okay? <laughs> this is the song you need to bring up. Because it's, you know, it's not personal, it's not this. Well, hold on a second. You want to sing another song around the piano? Because you you taught me this. Just, can I have an Amazon gift card, please? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, the kid's got pneumonia, but so he's was, loaded. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were, they were, he was lying in a manger, so presumably there's lots of sheep. <laughs> no, those, well, no I mean, those are with the shepherd boys. So it's like, it's like a, it's like a pre-blanket, is what you're saying. Even better. They, <laughs> they create their own heat. It's and, a prequel. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, he could be learning some life skills. At the same time. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, honestly, unpacking that, if you think about it, out, out, skipping out all the other things, just what's happening there at a time that was a high mortality rate, where it's overpopulated per the story, you're like, oh, yo, here's a bunch of money. I don't know. If you want a blanket. Silver and gold. Toughen it up and go buy one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So even if you're sending someone out, let's leave these people in a bunch of, what? I would imagine, animal feces nearby. But I mean, come on. Come on, though. Like, what are you, kid? Like, three weeks old? Maybe. 
Like, I, I, pull yourself I, up by your I, bootstraps. I think he was just born that night. But yeah, Well, when does that story happen? Is it that night? Yeah, the shepherds are that night. Well, there's no shepherds no, the mentioned king. in this oh, one. Oh, the there's, king. Right? Oh, just the three kings. Boy. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Just a boy. Either way, I mean, like, you're old enough now. Start fending for yourself. You don't have children. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, this is There's the a reason I make this argument. <laughs> I have a five-year-old, and all, let me tell you, it's still all, not... All in all, he'll bring us goodness and, and light. So. I, I'm just wondering, and uh, did did it say when that that song was written at all? I'm just wondering, because, I mean... I just was listening to the lyrics. I didn't, didn't no, look I at the backstory of I think, who wrote it. I think, you know, it. when you come, come up against, like, hymns like that, I mean, a lot of things... That come I think up, it was the Shepherd Boy. ...that were, like, the Middle Ages which is very far removed from when it actually <laughs> happened and facts kind of get, you know, skip this way and that about how things happen. So I, I think it was passed down from shepherd boy to shepherd boy. <laughs> you know, the sheep, it's an old, old yeah, shepherd a, tradition because you know, the sheep just follow the right. Sheep. They, they just like to, they just like <laughs> to talk apparently. I, I will agree though. That, that's, that's, that's also not a good song. I don't really have a problem with the song. I just laugh every time I hear it. So it's more questions about the lyrics than than anything. I'm trying to find Dr. Wikipedia who will give me some information on this. Well, okay. Well, I am going to throw in a, a wild card. Oh. Favorite Uh-oh. new release this year. Oh, God, please yes. be Lady Gaga. No, no, no. Oh, although, like, was <laughs> five years ago, there was a Lady Gaga one, and, like, cherry on top. I don't know. The, it was It was interesting. This one is all uh, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas, mm. sung by mm. Lake Street Dive. Uh, it was on a compilation. They have a version of that. Yeah, weird. And it's awesome because it's like a Latin groove. Oh. And I've always kind of liked. Okay. I mean, I've always kind of liked the words, but <laughs> having a ten-year-old <laughs> sing the song, I've never really liked <laughs> that version <laughs> of like from the fifties or sixties, <laughs> whenever it was, nineteen fifties. Uh, and uh, it was it was written originally by John Rex. But they they cover it and they sound they make it sound awesome. So if you like, you know, uh, Lake Street uh, Dive appears to have a lot of you know horns and kind of uh, fun jazzy ways to to bring up old older music. Uh, I'd give it a listen. Huh. It's it's a it's a fun song, and the words on that I always think the words and I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Yes, they're kind of infantile, but it's just kind of one of those fun things. And since you don't hear it except for one month a year. You can kind I mean, of give it a pass. Could, on. could it be fun, like a like a Christmas note from like a younger child, maybe, maybe like a five year old that doesn't have teeth? No. <laughs> so I wonder if like Sir Mix a Lot were to sing that song, what would that sound like? You know, I, I'm not going to be able to go there. So uh, if you wanted to, you know. It, Go down that aisle. Was that a real I, I, quick just pull? Like, couldn't think of anything, so you're just backpedaling? Because honestly, <laughs> I was trying to think of something, and yet again, I, I stopped it. Baby got back, but I was reading Doctor Wikipedia, attempting to find something at the beginning. Chris, you got anything? I got nothing. I mean, no, that's I'm, a good open riff, and it was just closed for for nada. <laughs> no, yeah. Try again in a few minutes. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now you had talked about a particular. Christmas holiday song, which you haven't mentioned yet. Wait, which Christmas holiday song? One Isn't from what we're talking about. One from I'm a certain confused. Christmas uh, program of the Cartoon Persuasion. Oh, um, are you talking about uh, the Peanuts? Uh, the Peanuts, yes. The uh, just to clarify, that was, peanut, that was the uh, <laughs> Peanuts. Uh, 
just, uh, Charlie just check Brown it. Christmas. Uh, Vince Giraldi. Vince Giraldi. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. If you know the trio, though, right? Well, yeah. Well, he, <laughs> yes, but he's noted as the author of uh, Christmas Time is here, and I got to say, most my life, I've hated that song because it's downright depressing mm-hmm. to listen like if you're like just driving in the car and christmas time is here you're like oh, at what at what time of year are you listening to it yeah that yeah and you're like come on there's lights and it's supposed to be happy and uh, i don't know after i got to a certain age i really just kind of like you know yeah christmas time is here <laughs> And uh, and this here it is. Yeah, where's that scotch? Uh, <laughs> it's right here. No, I know I got one over here. Okay, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, no, but it's kind of. And that like, was just when he was a kid. Thirteen, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dad, where's that scotch? Uh, it's Christmas time. No, but uh, kind of in my uh, probably early thirties, I I really started to just take a liking to that. And I guess uh, if you look at the list of songs I have that I like. A lot of them are sad and uh, kind of depressing, and uh, I think that's actually why we have you here. Yeah, uh, we're very I'm sad concerned. And, depressing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we've you actually know, been meaning to talk to it's you. Kind of because uh, you know nostalgia is often called the most toxic impulse. So it's uh, one of those uh, things where it makes you go down the road where everything was better in the past, and uh, and it's just it's not true. It's statistically not true. So. So it's one of my now favorite songs of the season. So when I talked to you initially about this, when I talked about doing an episode about the the, the highs and the tops and tops and bottoms of Christmas music, the, which which one are you? Yes. <laughs> Can't we all just be everything? <laughs> it is Christmas. Um, so. One of the things that I loved was in your conversation was you were talking about when you listen to that music, you were like, you know, really, it sits here as like, it's just a thing. It's here. You're going through it. And you were talking about like in detail, you talked about like when I when I was a kid, you know, you're always so excited about it. And then as you get older, and I think that at least I'm looking around here and everyone's kind of nodding initially. It's not that Christmas isn't as exciting. But Christmas really isn't as exciting anymore. Like, it's cool. You don't go to work. And, you know, you have an excuse to buy a bunch of stuff and maybe get a bunch of stuff. But overall, like, when I was a kid, I remember, like, a ton of presents. I can see pictures. There were, like, three. It's fine. Like, now, it's just, like, okay, the wonder is not nearly as cool. I've seen a lot of Christmas lights. I've seen a lot of Christmas decorations. The ugly Christmas sweater thing's really blowing up. That's kind of interesting. But overall, it's more like, yeah, okay, we're here again. Good deal. Well, I think it's interesting, like, I think back and because uh, I remember talking with some people, like, what's your favorite Christmas gift? And I still remember my favorite Christmas gift. It's the one that I remember the most, the one that made most of an impact in my life. It was a small Ertl tractor when I was approximately four. It was a little Ford tractor, and I probably had a little hay baler that was behind it. Uh, my, both my grandparents uh, grew, uh, lived on farms, so, you know, I knew about that stuff at the time. Uh, but... Uh, I just remember in that small, simple toy, I mean, no bigger than a matchbox car, I, you know, the, the living room became my field and my imagination just turned that little toy into a world. 
And later on, I remember playing with G.I. Joes and getting the big F-14 Tomcat and the, the big black jet and things. Of You know, I, I agree. Look, I, I'm 41, okay? So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, was, I was just waiting for you to say, and the living room became my battleground. No, no. <laughs> I remember playing with those, but I don't remember them nearly as fondly. And I, like I said, I could be completely off, but I still remember farming in our little house that we lived at at the time in Fargo, North Dakota, on the, in the, just the turning the living room carpet into my field. And I just had a great imagination and great joy for that one little gift. And, uh, you know, because these days, I really do feel it's better to give than receive. My wife is always complaining that I don't give any good gift ideas. Uh, and you know, and I'm always searching for something to give other people. But I mean, that's just how I feel. But I think that also goes into the feeling that Christmas is work now. It is work. I've been working on Christmas all month. Chris is about to start working on Christmas tonight. Is that accurate? Well, what are we like two days away? Uh, I mean, it's oh, the three. 21st currently. Oh, so we got four days. It's the Yeah, I should probably start doing that, shouldn't yeah. I? <laughs> No, actually, when you were talking, I was thinking, like, this is the first year in a long time, because I totally resonate, like, the, like, kind of the dark, depressing stuff seems to be stuff that I really enjoy. Um, this is the first year in, like, a long time that I've been genuinely excited to kind of listen to Christmas music again. I don't know why. I can't, I can't put my finger on that, but normally it's, like, I can't wait until it's done. I'll be totally 25th, honest. 25th, it's over. I, I've known I've wanted to have this particular episode since, like, August, and, like, just knowing that I couldn't wait for it to start playing. Like I started hanging out in Hobby Lobbies a while ago, just waiting. Um, the trees show up in like July, oh, right? Yeah, for sure. Yep. I was going to say, you know, they, year it was they July, let you. Actually. Yeah, that's awesome. They let you take the music home now. <laughs> no, I don't want it that much. <laughs> like, no, pass, pass. No, I just want, I just want to go to the store to experience it because it's so much better when you can hear songs like, you know. Hey, have a good holiday season. Well, everyone's like, give me that goddamn Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> give it to me. You know, I don't I just feel like that's just so much more fitting. I enjoy it. <laughs> you enjoy Tickle Me Elmo. That's what I got from that conversation. <laughs> you know, well, I felt like I was dating myself there for a while, but I'm not I'm not feeling it anymore. <laughs> they are back, by the way. It's just in case you're curious. There's this an end cap target. They're there. It's terrifying. Yeah. Furbies were a few years ago, too. Also dating myself. Josh, you just feel like you have so many things you want to say, but... <laughs> yeah, but I'm just... You're just keeping filter, the governor filter, turned filter, on? Filter, yeah, filter. okay, all right, fair it's enough. a Christmas episode, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I, like, when Christmas music started playing, to me, it was really like... I know that if I went out and started, like, listening, I would honestly be listening for things. I'm like, oh, no, I don't really like this one. I'll skip it. When you're forced to listen to it when you're in like a store, all of a sudden I'm like, you can't change it. Right. I'm like, oh, I've got to listen to this thing all the way through. All right, this is research now. Yeah, I really hate this song. Wham, this has nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> Congratulations, you used the word Christmas, but that's about it. Well, I, I made the ultimate mistake. I bought the, uh, so this is Kids Christmas or something like that, you know, just a Target uh, with my daughter. And I was like, oh, here, we can listen to this. And it's like, I look at the back and it's all the standard Christmas songs. And I put it in and it's this overproduced pop synth with all the voices are so auto-tuned. It's, you know, you can barely even hear their tone. And it drives me nuts. And my three-year-old daughter dances in her car seat in the back of my car and so there's no fucking way i'm turning it off <laughs> see you're one of those there nice are things dads. called headphones yeah <laughs> <clears throat> 
I, I'm one of those mean dads. I go headphones or I just change it. I recognize that I, I'm in the minority, it seems like, here, where people are like, oh, oh, it makes my kids so happy. I'm like, that's good for them. Well, I'll, I'll say this. This is just driving around town. If it was a you know, it was a road trip or something, yeah, I'd have an earbud in with a podcast going, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, the headphones are for them. <laughs> right. Until, the gun until you realize for you. how much hearing loss you've undergone because of headphones, and then you will delay your children. I mean, children we can have them. another episode about this, but there are child headphones that actually have limiters set into them? I know. I have a couple sets. And for honest, you or for no, the kids? For the kids. Okay, and just clarify. honestly, I've listened through them, mm -hmm. and they still seem quite loud. And so I'd just rather have the volume in so I could hear it. So I'm monitoring that volume mm -hmm. than, than actually do that. I just love, like, that's the, that's the excuse. You're like, listen, I do not want to listen to this Christmas album, but I just need to monitor it for... For audio, no. Look, <laughs> I don't want to damage. Just need to make sure that it's not too loud for them. When it's John, I want a hippopotamus for Crit. Oh, she hates that song. It's the one you want, right? But when it's John Denver and the Muppets, I'm right there singing every song because that's another one of my favorite Christmas albums. Which honestly, you know, it seems like a silly, silly album to listen to until you realize that. Every one of those Muppets are professional voice actors, and they have quite lovely singing voices. Even Animal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I had a comeback, and then they just went away. There it goes. Oh. Oh, no, no, so speaking of wonderful Christmas, uh, Christmas albums by professional actors, do we, do we want to talk about William Shatner and... Any of his Christmas work? Well, you know, first of all, you have to know that William Shatner knows exactly who he is. And I would hope so. And he. Wait, who am I? No, but I mean, he's a brilliant guy. And yeah, he sounds a bit crazy, but he's just going that extra mile for the crowd. So, yeah, you know. I mean, it probably sells a few more copies, possibly. You think H. John Benjamin would ever make a Christmas jazz album? Oh, gosh, I hope so. If you haven't oh, experienced H. John gosh. Benjamin's jazz album, you're really missing out. Is there? Wait, there's a date for John. Okay, Benjamin. we're gonna we're gonna table this for afterwards. But yes, then, you are going to be so. <laughs> if, yes, anybody I, like pause this episode? No, actually, finish this, and then like now that you're done, you realize Christmas music's just terrible all the way around. Hey, 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 hey! Do you Go listen to the H. John Benjamin jazz album. You'll thank me later. Christmas music's uh, horrible, except for it makes you happy every year. Me? Yeah, you were just saying you like the... Oh, I love the you, chaos. He was happy about this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. That, if that's I was, why he are started you, Are you all familiar early. with uh, Stephen Colbert's Christmas special mm -hmm. and the Christmas songs that go with mm -hmm. that? So the first track on that is called Another Christmas Song, and it's all about how terrible like every Christmas album is, right? You familiar mm -hmm. with that one? Yeah. You think album or song? No, the well, he's it's it's on that album. It's the first song. It's yeah. called Another Christmas Song. Yeah, and it's literally just making fun of how terrible everyone's Christmas album is. Because we talked, you said earlier, like, oh, they're just out there to make money, right? This is the epitome of that song. <laughs> I mean, also there is a certain point where if you if you as a musician were looking for a way to potentially just try to make a quick grab, no one's really going to unpack your album because no. there's you have like everyone has these rules like oh after Thanksgiving or I don't know after. After Halloween or after July Fourth, whatever it is, so they have their rules for when they can start or listening after and when Christmas. They can, yeah, exactly, <laughs> as soon as after Christmas until next Christmas. Um, but but no, they have their rules, so it's a matter of like it's a it's a very tight window where people are 
socially acceptable to listen to it, and then they have to stop. So because they have all of this, the plethora of music, they're like, okay, I can only really give a little bit of time to this one, a little bit of time to this one, unless you have a really overproduced pop synth thing for your kids, you're probably not listening to a ton of the same stuff over and over again. So there's a point where you could actually say, just throw something together. That's really because just a lot of the albums are terrible. Though, oh, too, yeah, you know? for sure. I, I disagree with that, I, that you're not listening to a lot of the same things. So I have like six albums that I pretty much stick to in my car. For Christmas? For or Christmas. Well, pretty much the only thing that people listen year to, round? like statistically, no. is like anything <laughs> no, no, made in the 50s or what? earlier or Mariah Carey. But, like that's literally the well, only thing that like, what I'm saying people is, actually listen you know, to. When, when do you the start Mar- listening on, to Christmas? Just one second. The Mariah Carey song is really oh, good until oh you goodness. watch the video on mm-hmm. YouTube because, oh my God, you will never think of that song. It is, <laughs> it's creepy. I believe Santa Claus is played by her manager who was her boyfriend at the time. I don't know. It's really <laughs> all creepy. Anyway, I have hard and fast rules of set by my wife, of course, day after Thanksgiving <laughs> to January 7th. So even if you're talking about rule. that, January. for, how, for, that. So for how, much, how much do you listen to Christmas music each day, like how many hours? Well, I wouldn't say hours, but I'll, uh, you know, it'll, it's going to be my uh, morning drive, so let's call it twenty-five minutes. Okay. Uh, it's going to be my uh, uh, afternoon drive or uh, way home, so another twenty-five minutes. Okay, and and then maybe throw another thirty minutes in there. So maybe maybe you're looking at an hour and fifteen. And you're saying every time you're doing that, you're not going to podcast, you're not going to anything else, just Christmas music during that entire time. During Christmas season, yeah. Okay. How long are each of the albums? What's that? How long are each of these six albums? Most of the albums are relatively short. I'd say probably 35 minutes. So you're listening to each one approximately three times. You're listening to an average of three albums a day. Well, okay. The other thing is, though, you have to count in the holiday travel because I have a three and a half to four hour drive to my parents' house, uh, both for Thanksgiving up and back and Christmas and there'll be Christmas and music. no other no other albums except be, for those six are played no I mean my wife will throw different stuff in so, th- so this is actually this is actually bringing my point where it's a matter of like you still have even when you're looking at this if you're listening to three albums a day hypothetically it's a matter of like I think about when I really try to unpack music I listen through it a lot mm-hmm. because I want to I want to like get into it but then with this January 7th shut off done with it until the next year right and so like that's where i take things where i'll step away from it for a little bit i'll step back you mm-hmm. know i think that's the that's a difference where you don't have as much time to really unpack it unless you can be like okay i've made notes at the end of this year so leading up to the day after thanksgiving i need to get myself back into this zone i need to understand pretty much pretty much the rule though is like I thinking what was most I of the albums that came out last year are not worth my time and most of the albums that are coming out this year are not worth my time and if you start with that rule you can listen to the stuff that's good that's right fair. yeah because i mean if you look at my list it's like it's all over but it's like the stuff that i find valuable would you say you have binders of lists of christmas tunes no i nope. don't have binders oh okay i don't have no. we're not going down is that joke still a joke? <laughs> I'm confused. To Karsten it is. Hey, listen, and, it's and, that and Enron. These are my wheelhouse. Just leave me alone. That's fair. Actually, you know you do. I make, I make Enron jokes all the time. All the time. Yeah, dude, it's really fascinating. Just read about it. It's okay, a lot of fun. I'm, I'm going to throw these out just, just so okay. people right, can... Do it, do it. Uh, Let's hear it. Can, can Got reaction. Can you years as well? John, what's that? Years as well. Like you, what year? I don't have the year. 
Oh, on these. Sorry. Well, the other thing is Bing Crosby is a is a so let's I'll just go through. John Denver actually I know John Denver and the Muppets in 1983. Uh, Bing Crosby that goes from 1942 to 1956. That's Big a Bad Voodoo Daddy fro, was from 1997 I believe. I have a swing jazz instrumental. It's all studio musicians. It's all uh, and it's really tight jazz. Is it H. John Benjamin's album? It is not. It's all instrumental. <laughs> Same musicians though. <laughs> <laughs> they were good. They were very good. Then, Sorry. Uh, there's Harry Connick Jr. I don't know the name of it because Harry Connick Jr. has 12,000 Christmas albums out. It's the red one. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I have a Rat Pack one. And I all I know is it's the only one I could find at Target that actually had Sammy Davis Jr. singing. And since I really love Sammy Davis Jr., I wanted to have him singing Jingle Bells because that's a good version of Jingle Bells. So those are the ones that are like in my car on heavy rotation. Wait, hold on. You're using CDs in your car? Yes. Okay. What are Just CDs? had to check. I'm 41. <laughs> no, yeah, but I, your car isn't 40 years old, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. 40 years ago, there weren't CDs, my sir. Sure there were. They were just really big. Man, then in that case, Harry County Jr. has released a lot of CDs in the last years to get to 12,000. <laughs> no, I, well, I realize, and actually, I believe I have all these probably on my phone. I just don't want to screw with the phone screen while I'm driving, so I'll throw a CD player in the single CD slot in my 2015 car. No, you can hit play okay. before you start driving. <laughs> you, you could. If you're listening to all six, you could also build one big playlist that repeats. Or shuffles. You know, Kirsten, oh, hey. this hey. is going to get into that, that whole playing DVDs versus downloading everything onto the kids' tablets and just we've had that discussion yeah. i don't need uh, you look i know i'm old i have cds <laughs> but anyway but okay but here's the thing i, mean, I, I have cds real quick, i want to unpack this because if you would have said you had them on lps no one here would have been like oh oh really you have lps would have been like oh, oh dude that guy's hit. that's actually okay. pretty sweet wow, so that's cool like i got that's it on that just Whoa, to let you know, hey, nice. <laughs> most of these are now on my christmas list for lps because i just finally got a record player are you gonna put the record player in the car no. Then well, you're that, doing it wrong. <laughs> you know they had LP players in cars. I do know that. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Disagree. Uh, okay, you take all your good vinyl and get scratches across the... Yet again, <laughs> put those back in. Someone's going to make a YouTube channel and I'm going to watch it. That's why I'm in favor of this. Just saying. I'm not putting a record player in my car. It's a valiant effort. Guys. We could put a record player in his car. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could put one in there. I'll have two record players. I'll take it. That's fine. Okay. That, do you guys have any? Okay, I know albums to you guys are not to be listened to unless on vinyl in, in the dark room with your scotch. But do you have? Any, do you guys have any uh, like? Uh, just go-to albums, go -to albums. You, you know, go-to albums for Christmas, like something mm. like, oh yeah, I remember that when my kid, when I was a kid, or yeah, I really like that one. I so when we when I was growing up, I feel like we had a ton, we had a ton of CDs. We also had records, but like our Christmas stuff was all all CDs, and it was all all sorts of different compilations. So I don't actually know what album a lot of these tunes were from. Yeah. I just know that they're like all on a mix and I liked and so like you know you talk about Bing Crosby like that's one of my top go-to because I heard that on everything and it was great sure. um, but yeah I don't really have a whole lot of albums I think lately um, we talked about like dark stuff earlier uh, David Bazan has uh, has an album that he came out with a couple years years ago I think called uh, Dark Sacred Night and it's just like these really 
like heavy reverb, kind of thick, dark uh, tunes. And he actually uh, like adds some extra lyrics to kind of these traditional tunes um, that are just brilliant. And that's usually a pretty, pretty solid go-to for me. All in minor keys? They're not all in minor keys, but they all sound like they're really sad. <laughs> you can be sad in a major key. <laughs> Christmas with Dino, that's a pretty good one. Enjoy that one. I don't know that I have a Christmas album. Well, I think what, that what's your from, well, what, what's well, your descri- go-to describe your playlist then? I mean, or don't you have any Christmas? Uh, nope. nope. No, actually, I Alvin and the Chipmunks. Like, I, I, I genuinely brought you, I brought you <laughs> dudes in here to just uh, make fun of your Christmas songs. No, I brought you guys into shit on your favorite Christmas songs. That's <laughs> literally what this gig was. Um, I'm fine with some Christmas music, but I don't, I don't really think that I really get. I don't. I I tend to focus. Uh, I, the holiday season, I, I do go to the darker stuff, but I don't go to things that talk about Christmas. Run DMC, Christmas and Hollis. <laughs> well, okay, so like, and I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I can tell you, I've been playing a lot of Elliot Smith lately around the house. I d- don't know why. Like, I've just been like, this is the zone I've been in That's lately. Fair. So like, I yeah, I don't know. I don't really get it. My wife gets into a lot of Christmas music. Uh, let's see, and it's the one that she likes, the one that I by default listen to a lot, and she's over there, so hopefully she'll correct me. It's David Bowie and and Bing yeah. Crosby, yeah, yeah. That's the air guitar one, right? Yeah, the air guitar <laughs> one. Furiously writing. Um, yeah, so that's 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 part of her go-to thing. She has that a playlist of Christmas stuff. music that she continuously adds to every year, and that gets played, and the kids like it. And she likes it. You tolerate it, James Brown <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto. That's, oh, yeah. yeah. See, just as, as we were kind of talking here, I quickly went through to say, is there any other glaring ones that, like, just bad Christmas songs or good Christmas songs? And I was going through a list, and I find it funny, this list that I happened to pull up had a bunch of, like, the things that you list as great songs just happened to be on the list, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to bring that up. That's fine. Yeah. But a bunch of things that I was like, oh, I actually kind of like that song. They're also on the terrible list. So apparently <laughs> everyone just... See, this is this is what I said at the beginning. Like everybody yeah. hates Christmas music or certain songs, right? And so everybody's got their list. And if we all made a list, they'd all be different. See, I really right. enjoy. I've had minor conversations leading up to this because I've, I've I've been talking about this episode for a while, and I, I really want to have a revisit one for, of love songs, quote unquote, love songs for Valentine's Day. I think that's a good thing. That's a dangerous topic. Oh my gosh, I'm the so monster excited. mash. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> But, but okay, what I love about it is everyone's had these things where, like, someone's so had something they've Santa jumped Claus. out and been like, oh, yeah, this song. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> this one. This one. So I think what's really hard about this is even when you're, when you're, when you're prepping for this, even if you've been listening, you've been listening to your, your albums, you've been getting your mind in the zone of Christmas music, I guarantee like, I'm going to be somewhere, and I'm going to hear a song that I haven't heard yet this season, and I'm going to be called, oh, yeah, that one's okay, or, yeah, I could never hear that song I again. I would be really cool not ever listening to this again. You know, it's funny. Uh, last night I was I was going over some stuff and I was uh, like pulling up some like lists of good and bad songs and, and going through them. And one of them was, uh, I think it was 1960, uh, Come Home for Christmas. I forget the artist. Um, but And I pulled it up and just hit the, the YouTube video and I was like, oh, this is good. My wife's like, yeah, this is really good. And then I pulled it up today and I was like, eh. I'm not feeling it today. It was like like 12 hours difference, and I'm like, nope. This brings back my point of unpacking music. Just saying. Just saying. At the same time, I I don't want to 
condemn that song to a bad song because mm-hmm. I think it's a good uh, blues song. But but it is uh, you know it was one of those things where it was purely based on my mood whether I liked it or not. So do we think we've unpacked this well enough? I mean, I don't have any more arguments. Unless you can't recall the most famous reindeer of all. It was Donner, right? Shit, what was his name? <laughs> Donner Party? <laughs> yeah, that's are, a Christmas star- song where they get snowed in star- a <laughs> mountain <laughs> pass. And that, they have a Christmas that, feast, right? And that, <laughs> <laughs> that's a story when you cut Rudolph out of it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right. I think we've done this. So I want to thank you guys for coming on. Yeah. And I'm hoping to get this dropped real soon. So today is the 21st of December. Shortest day of the year. Yes. It's actually still about 24 hours, but I I usually think there's about the same amount of hours in the day, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not really, but sure. (laughs) Not really. I don't want to. Nah, we're, we're good. We'll save this for the time podcast that we're going to be starting here soon. Ah, oh, yes. The, yes time the, time the time podcast that we've talked about so often. So uh, thank you guys for coming on. And, uh, and yeah, I'll have to have you guys back on for other other topics as well. Thank you. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome, but generally wrong. Mine included. I want to give a special thanks to my guest for this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, tell a friend, and rate and review this on iTunes. If you did not enjoy this, please write about it in detail on your MySpace page. If you or someone you know would be interested in being on an episode, head over to blackdoormusic.red and fill out the interested in being a guest form. I would love to disagree with you. Time is valuable, and I appreciate you sharing it with me. Thank you. I'm out.